Blog Talk Radio. Doctors, I am Dr. Cash. As always, I have my co-host with me, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, how are you today? Blessed and highly favored on this rainy day in the 256, Dr. Cash. How about yourself? Blessed and highly favored, as you always say. (laughs) Folks, don't forget to press 1 to go live with our special guest. Don't forget to keep updated and posted with everything we got going on on Facebook, the Industry Doctors, Twitter, Industry Doctors, and Instagram, Industry Doctors. Shout out to our sponsors, Jimmy's Paint Shop and the 65 Connection. Without further ado, let's bring her on. How's our special guest doing? If you don't mind, let us know who you are, what do you do, and how you started. The Memphis Plus. Can you repeat that one more time, please? This is Strange Lady from Memphis, Tennessee, also known as the Memphis Plus. And how are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> so, how, how did you start? What you're doing and um, what do you got going on? Sure, sure. So um, I'm a manager and publicist out of Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I've worked with people all over the industry really over the last 23 years. Um, I actually started a long time ago in the 90s. <laughs> a shout out to everybody that was alive then. Uh, but uh started a long time ago uh, with Play of Fly, actually, um, and a bunch of three-six mafia cats. So uh, that's kind of how I jumped in the game, the personal friends. And uh, it was just right at the time when Memphis rap was really coming together, and um, I kind of just got sucked into the whole movement and uh, ended up being, I guess, designated as the business person behind it. <laughs> So uh, that's, that's truly how I started, um, and uh, I still rock with Fly, you know, to this day. Um, still, still do a lot of stuff for him and handle a lot of his business, and you know, he's still out here booking shows and the whole bit. So, um, you know, shout out to Play a Fly. He really put me in the game, to be very honest. But you know, um, back in the day in Memphis, he was really the shit. So I can curse on this, right? <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. But I, okay, I just want to make sure I'm not, like, um, breaking any rules. But, no, no, no. But, yeah, back in the day in Memphis, um, you know, he was a shit. So, um, and, uh, you know, people that are old uh, hip-hop heads and stuff kind of know a little bit of his background story, but he ended up going to jail for, like, eight years. So, um, right, at, right at his peak. But um, 
I've met a lot of people through him through the years. Um, you know, he's one of those underground legends that, you know, Gucci and Boosie and Jeezy and everybody, that's like one of their absolute favorite rappers they look up to. So, you know, I, I kind of got thrown in the middle of a, a lot of the mix, you know, really because of him and um, me and, and working with me and the other camp started grabbing me and that was kind of how I got thrown into the game. Definitely. And, and do you do a lot of promotional work as far as the shows with Player Fly? Yeah, I mean, I did all the business stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, the, like I said, that's who I start with. I still work with them, but, you know, it's definitely not my my main client anymore. I pretty much work with most everybody out of Memphis, you know, that um, that has some type of a name. I, you know, I've been involved in the campaign. I'm kind of one of those behind-the-scenes marketing, you know, people, um, you know. I, I work with a lot of street cats that, you know, they, when they first come in the game, they have no idea how it works. And so my job is to make sure they know, you know, the business behind it and make sure they know, you know, help them through negotiations with labels and, uh, you know, make sure they're getting all the money they can get off of their streams and copywriting their work and, you know, just just a basic business stuff that a lot of people, when they come to the game, they have no clue about or understand why it's important. Um, and, um, you know, from there, um, you know, I got into publicist work with Zaytoven and A&R. Uh, I did that for many, many years up until really a few months ago. Um, and, um, you know, I did a lot of stuff, you know, with Zay, which definitely opened a lot of doors for me and, you know, brought in my contacts even more wider. Uh, but really in the last few months I've stepped back from a lot of what I was doing, um, really because I'm going back to ground zero on purpose. Uh, I really wanted to get back to looking at who's in my city. And, and a few, i got a few artists that are in the city, of course, as well. But um, I really wanted to kind of focus on somebody that I could bring up you know, from the start, you know what I'm saying? And and um, I was working with a lot of the major players, which was cool and all, but it really wasn't challenging because it's already been, they're already established. Like, you just fill a position, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I think my, my passion comes from taking somebody literally off the streets and, you know, showing them how to make money at this and make a career out of it. So that's kind of what I'm back to doing. Um you know, with the artists that I have now that I work with. Shout out Lil White. I seen a very, very nice video from Lil White uh last week. I'm a big Yeah, Lil White you know, Memphis <laughs> I'm a big Memphis hip hop fan. You know, okay. from uh Memphis in May to all the different events that Memphis offers definitely cultural hip-hop cultural experience every time you know i'm down in the area oh yeah um, absolutely. i'm definitely me and dr cash are definitely looking forward to getting down and you know maybe networking with you and and the up and coming 2018 memphis and may festivities yeah um, mm-hmm. we definitely would like to have the industry law doctors live from 
Memphis in May. Yeah, I mean, I'll be real honest with you. Memphis in May has not been friendly to hip-hop, which is crazy because Memphis is known for hip-hop. Like, Memphis is known for rap. Um, you know, truly uh, one of our top industries in the city is, is Memphis rap. But um, for some reason, that festival has not been friendly to rap music or especially Memphis rap music. You know, we, I've been trying to get 8-Ball and MJZ on there for a long time, and I still to this day have yet to be able to get Ball and G on there. Um, Little White got on there last year, which was huge. Um, it, you know, it was a huge deal. Um, Juicy J's been on there, and, and Dottie's been on there, of course, but it, it hasn't, it, it's just crazy that we don't have a stage, like, we should at least have a stage at the festival. Like, with as much talent as we have and legends out of our city, and even some of the biggest names in hip-hop right now are from Memphis, like people you don't even realize, like Kay Michelle. She's from you know what I'm saying? So we have I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to cut you off. I'm not trying to cut you yeah. off, but that's what I want to start after, you know, when we get finished with this show. I want to start yeah. a GoFundMe for the Memphis in May hip-hop stage. I'm not sure how much yeah. it is going to cost, but I know we could get one I, with one know, of the local radio stations and put this thing together. Yeah, it's more, about, gotta, you, it's more about politics than anything. Um, you know, they, they don't... Uh, most of the people that go to that festival are from out of town, and they really don't want the local Memphis people there. <laughs> like, I'll just be real with you. So, but, you know, we're working with it. It's something we've been fighting for, for a number of years, um, you know, to get them to be more friendly. We're trying to put more people in position uh, that are on their boards and involved with their stuff. And if we got to play their game a little bit, we'll play their game, you know, to get what we want. But, um you know, it it could be that festival could be even so much bigger. Um, you know, if they would, I mean, like I said, just one stinking stage would be awesome. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but it is, you know, everybody goes downtown during that time, so it's a great time if you're an artist, you want to come down here and promote. You know, you you don't even got to go to the festival. You can just walk around Bill Street, and it, it's shoulder to shoulder. I mean, it's very similar to. Um, South by Southwest, like Sixth Street. That's that's exactly what Beale Street and all that area of downtown is like during Memphis and May. So, you know, even the locals, you know, we still go down there. We just won't pay to go in the festival because they don't they're not friendly to us. But you know, what I'm saying you, we go down there and promote. Like we're always down there selling CDs, shirts, and we always make a lot of money every year off of that stuff. So. Um, you know, it's a great time to come to the city for sure. Absolutely. I I was talking with Dr. Cash and I'm almost at to the we're almost to the point where we're trying to put together a little music stage for mm-hmm. us to come down there in Memphis in May. So, you know, oh. maybe we could start like a GoFundMe for that. And it would be simple as a 18 wheeler, and we start, uh, you know, put it out there on the website that we are looking for artists to submit of all genres of music, because we're not trying to, you know, we're trying to give everybody the opportunity to start to shine bright. You know what I mean? Yeah, 
Right, right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I can start. We can talk a little further because I've got. Um, I mean, I can get you the main stage on Bill Street. That's not a problem. Um, you just got to book it. I don't know if they're booked already, but um, there's a big main stage that's technically not a part of the festival. It's in the middle of everything. Um, and, uh, you know, that's a possibility as well. So. Beautiful. How was it working with Playoff Fly, though? Do what? How was it working with the hip hop legend Playa Fly though? I'm a big fan. Me and Dr. Oh, Cash, so very big great. fans. Okay, you know what what's crazy about the music industry is like and I think social media has done this. It's like if you aren't uh a social media star or all in the middle of all that stuff, people assume you're not working and you're not making money. The truth is most of the people on social media aren't making money. Like, I'm just telling y'all what's up. You know what I'm saying? Great. Like, booking. he's booking four or five shows a month, every month for the last 20-something years. And, you know, I ain't going to say his price, but it's a good-ass price. You know what I'm saying? Like, several thousand. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you look at that plus his royalties because, you know, his father was in the he – was, he was a stacked recording artist. You know, and he was in the game. So he also made sure Fly was straight. So Fly's got his paperwork straight. You know what I'm saying? That's that's one of the reasons he kind of fell out with 3-6 and all that shit is he's not somebody you can screw over because he's actually extremely intelligent and he learned the game. So he had, he still gets good royalty money. He still gets feature money every month. You know, he at least does two or three features that I know of. You know, of course, you know, Brokey be getting high and <laughs> I'm sure he does more than that. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, all I'm saying is he makes a very good living off of music. You know, same with Little White and, I mean, all the OGs like that. Like, they make a full-time living off of music. But if you were to say to a 23-year-old kid their name, they'd be like, oh, they're broke. And it's like, bruh, they're making way more than anyone you probably know in your life. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. You know, the, the difference is that generation got out there and they they know how to grind. They know it. the work is not sitting on the Internet all day. You know what I'm saying? They go city to city. Like, fly literally like, uh, like he's in his van nonstop. You know, he goes all over city to city. You know what I'm saying? You can catch him selling CDs, you know, merchandise, you're doing shows, all that. Like, he's going to get the money. Plus, you know, he's still in the street. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, um, you know, Fly is still getting it. Like, Fly's still out here working. He never stopped. You know what I'm saying? He stopped during his, when he was last up. But, you know, he's one of the hardest working artists I've ever known. Um, I can honestly say that, and I've worked with everybody in this city. You know what I'm saying? Like, the dude don't stop. Maybe it's the cocaine. I don't know. <laughs> he don't stop. <laughs> uh, but he, he gets his money. You know what I'm saying? He did just go viral. You know, his name's been uh, kind of re-thrown out there in the media because he went viral um, on a Facebook Live. He snorted cocaine. And for some reason, it, like, 
uh, picked up this time, but if you actually, like, follow him at all, like, every live video, he starts cocaine, so it's just funny that this time it picked up, but it went viral, and, of course, you know, uh, a lot of people had a lot of things to say about it. TMZ ended up picking it up. I'm literally, like, laying in bed and watching TMZ, and uh, Fly shows up starting cocaine, which was hilarious. <laughs> so um, he just released the single called Go Live. Just kind of addressing that whole situation, and then we just we're basically going back because back in the day, um, music videos were expensive as hell. Like it, we didn't have like if you were had a music video, it cost you at least ten thousand plus. You know what I'm saying? In the nineties, like you know we didn't have the options they have now. So Sly only had like two music videos, and he had uh, you know a ton of hits. So. Um, we're kind of going backwards on his catalog and now putting visuals to a lot of his stuff. So we're about to drop Ghetto Eyes, which is one of his um, best songs he ever did, uh, which is a classic down south. But uh, we're about to drop the Ghetto Eyes video, um, which which is a really dope video that that's very meaningful to a lot of people, especially, you know, people in the hood from Memphis. Um so, you know, he's still out here working, and he's getting his money. I'll, I'll give him that much. He's crazy as hell, but he's getting his money. And, um, you know, a lot of a lot of the ODs, you know, like I tell my young artists, like, y'all got to kind of look back a little bit because social media has made artists very, very lazy and very entitled feeling. So it's like they're too good to sell a CD. You know what I'm saying? But we all know streaming, you know, you got to get – a ridiculous amount of money, you know, of streams to make any type of decent money off of it. When I can go out on the, on the street, you know, I can go out with one of my artist CDs right now and I can go sell, you know, 20 CDs at $10 a pop. You know what I'm saying? Just boom, off the bat. Like, that would take me, you know, thousands and thousands of streams to get that kind of money. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, there's got to be a little bit of looking re-looking at all this, you know what I'm saying, with the new technology is great and all, but at the same time, it doesn't take away from, you know, the practical grind that's out there. That's why the OGs are still making money, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why Lil White is still getting shows, you know, 15, 20 years later, you know, he's still selling merchandise. He's still, you know, getting booked at several thousand dollars a show, you know what I mean? So... You know, it, it it really is. You know, at a point in the industry, we gotta we gotta relook at all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if if you're not making any money, it really just doesn't matter. Like, you know, how many followers you have and all that. If you're not bringing in a check, you know, at the end of the day, you know, fuck that shit. <laughs> to be really honest. <laughs> Dr. Cash and I always love to say hard work does pay off. You have to do the groundwork. You have to have a product that worth selling. And the networking is most important to this. And a lot of artists do forget that you do have to travel and network. Yeah, yeah. You have to show your face. 
just sitting and putting somebody in the DM and saying, let's work, ain't going to cut it. I ignore those messages, but I, I'm going to be honest with you. I just delete them. I don't even open them because it's just like I'm already like, okay, like what the fuck does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like you, you got to know what you're trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like if I see a new contact and I feel like, okay, they got something for me, in some type of way, I'm going to not just figure out what they got for me, but I'm going to figure out how I can benefit them. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, you you, you come at people like that, but it's it's very different when you pull up in someone's city and say, hey, yo, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I promise you they're going to get with you. Like, majority of the people are going to stop what they're doing and get with you because they're going to respect that. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, you you got to build that face-to-face, you know, Social media is just a small piece of the puzzle. You know, it, it might un- open a little bit of doors, but then you got to go and actually, like, you know, pull that door open and walk through, you know. So that's where traveling and, you know, really getting out in the streets and meeting with people is, is extremely important. Very, very true. Train lady, don't go nowhere. We're going to hop into the track by Dr. Phil. Featuring six train G. It's called Get Them Man. Dr. Phil, Get Them Man.
Homie, got it, he the man. He the man. Get them bands, get them bands, get them bands. Know you sexy, know you about your hustle. If you want them 24 inch bundles, get them bands. Do it for G, do it with no hands. Get them bands, get them bands, get them And we're back, folks. And that was Dr. Phil featuring 6 Trey G. Get them banned. Folks, don't forget to for- visit Dr. Phil's website, drphillent.com. The Memphis Plug. What do you think about the record? Yeah, that was dope, bro. That's dope. I, I really feel that beat. That's nice. Who did the uh, production? I believe it was uh, six, six train G or yeah. G. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, I have a couple of questions for you real quick. Doctor Phil, you wanted to say something? Doctor Phil? Did you wanna say something? Uh go ahead, Doctor Cash. Run it. Okay. All right, all right. So, I have a couple of questions for you. Who are the okay. artists that you're managing right now? Okay. Uh, so, right now, um, my main people that I'm really focused on um, is Big Moda out of Memphis, Tennessee. Um, he's on a real strong come up. You know, we're getting booked all over the South and Midwest right now. Um, he's completely independent and, you know, he's making money off of his music. Really proud of his. He's been working hard. We just released a seventh album, uh, called the people's champ. Um, you know, if if you're familiar with him at all, his Instagram is at big moda eight. Um, but, uh, you know, he's a big vice lord down here. So the whole tape is, you know, kind of like an anthem, you know, for the vice lord. So, um, you know, we just released that. That's out on Spotify, iTunes, you know, all the streaming platforms, Spinrilla as well. Um, and um, he's the one that's making a, a lot of the big, big plays right now. But other ones are uh, Baby CEO out of Memphis. Uh, a lot of people think he's from Chicago, but he's a little young kid that's um, underneath uh, Fredo Santana. Um, he's making a lot of huge moves around the country right now. Um, and then we have Fast Cash Boys. They're out of Memphis, Tennessee. They're actually four guys or a group, uh, but they're they're kind of a local sensation. Um, you know, they get a lot of shows around Mississippi, Arkansas, West Tennessee. Uh, you know, a lot of people, a lot of labels have been calling at them and really just at the beginning stages of helping them kind of, uh, you know, get their platform off the ground. Um, and then I have an artist named YG Cabo, um, he's starting to blow up real quick out of here. He's a kind of a YouTube sensation. Uh, but uh, Moneybag Yo has been posting his videos on his IG, which has been helpful. Um, so, um, you know, he's getting a lot of recognition. And we actually, we got a big label meeting uh, next week um, for him. So, you know, those are those are kind of the ones right now. I've got some cats out of Chicago that, you know, I do a lot of uh, – 
co-management slash publicist work for uh, Prince Dre. He's an OTF guy out of Chicago. Um, I do some stuff for 600 Breezy out of Chicago, who's locked up, Free Breezo. Um, do stuff for Dark Low in Philadelphia, uh, who's with OBH, ARAB, and all them. And um, I have a, a couple of West Coasters. You know, I do do stuff on the periodic, you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of one of the behind-the-scenes people that, you know, is constantly helping set up shows and, you know, helping them set up with new media outlets and things like that. Definitely. And yeah. if and there's anybody wanted to – yeah, go ahead. Forgetting that. There's a ton of others, <laughs> and they're going to be mad at me if they hear this, but, yeah. There's a there is an artist out of uh, Nashville that Young Bug just signed named Maniac. I gotta shout him out. Uh, Maniac's been making some real big moves and um, he's been working really hard. And then of course I still work with all the OGs: Tom Ski Mask, Tommy Wright, Pimp. Uh, you know, Fly. All them folks. You know, they they know all they. You know, anytime they need something, well, they 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 call and you know I'm saying I take care of a lot of business and stuff for folks. Definitely. And if anybody wanted to get in contact with you or follow you on social media, where can they find you? Uh, my Instagram is at strangelady1, um, the number one. And um, I also have a page, and I need to get it back a little more active, but it's called The Memphis Plug, T-H-A Memphis Plug. Um, that's more just like, uh, that was for a radio show I just stopped doing just recently. Uh, might pick back up soon, but uh, but you know most people can just follow me at um, Strange Lady One, the number one, and that's the best way to kind of hit me up and uh, you know send me a DM. Any of any one of my artists, if you hit up Big Moda, you're going to get through to me as well. Um, you know, in any of one of my artists, you know, I, I help run their social media and all that as well. So. Um, you know, I'm easy to find. That's what's up. So let's say there, because we're hitting a lot of markets right now with our show, The Industry Doctors, and let's say there's uh-huh. an up-and-coming artist from Memphis listening in. What are some okay. tips that you can give him or her breaking into the industry? How would they get their name out in Memphis? I mean, I think that the number one thing that people fail to realize is the streets are the most important thing. Uh, at the end of the day, if you have the streets, the DJs are going to play your music because people are requesting it, and your social media is going to grow because people are curious what you're doing. So, you know, get out in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't sit behind the computer all day long. That's That's not going to be... You know, there's a lot of people in, in the city that I can tell you that have very big um, social media presence, but if you were to go out in the streets and say who are the hottest artists in the city, their name would never come up. You know what I'm saying? Um, they're never going to get booked. You know, they're not going to get featured money. So, like like I said, that, that's a part of the puzzle, but that's really an afterthought to the to the hard work you got to put in. So getting out in these streets, you know what I'm saying? Like, Man, shit, stop giving your stuff away, you know, make sure your paperwork's straight, you know, stop putting your stuff only on Cinderella and my mixtapes, which don't 
you know, none of that shit really matters. You can buy the views, you can buy the downloads. So, you know what I'm saying? That shit really just doesn't matter at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, get your stuff on Spotify and iTunes and the streaming sites and, you know, sell your product, have physical product, you know, down south, you know, people in Atlanta will laugh at you about the CDs, but I'm just telling you, in my region, like, people are still really struggling, you know what I'm saying? They don't have iPhones and shit, and if they do, they don't have Wi-Fi, they got to go to McDonald's or their girl's house <laughs> to, to tune in, you know what I'm saying? Right, so they're right. still riding around, they're still riding around listening to the CDs, I mean... You know what I'm saying? So get out here with your product. You know what I'm saying? Network. Make sure you're getting up with the right people. Don't don't always say, okay, I want to come to, I want to break into Memphis. So I'm gonna spend twenty thousand dollars for a feature with DOS. That's really not gonna do shit for you, to be honest. But you might think about coming to Memphis and doing a thousand dollar feature with someone who is big in the region, who's still on the come up, who might actually promote your shit, you know what I'm saying, and might actually grind with you, um, Right. so just just be smart about it, you know what I'm saying, see, see who's really doing things in the city, there's a lot of people that have promotional services and stuff like that, and it really doesn't count for anything here, because they're not, that's not who the streets are listening to, so, you know, look and see who's where and, and what position, and, 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 and meet those people, get with those people, there's a lot of a lot of good industry people out of Memphis and in Memphis know the game and have been a part of the hip hop community for a long time. So we have a we have a lot of OGs in the city, you know what I'm saying, that you can learn from. Um, you know, come talk to us, you know what I'm saying? There's plenty of people that are more than happy to give game. Um but yeah, it's not the flashy shit, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, people people think oh, I'm gonna throw my stuff on Spinrilla and I'm gonna throw a World Star video and I'm gonna sit on social media all day and that ain't the answer. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, focus on the money, um, not the followers. And at the end of the day, you know, I'd rather I'd rather work with an artist that's making five thousand a month off of their music. You know what I'm saying, and maybe they have fifteen thousand followers, and somebody that's got a hundred thousand, and they're making a dime. So you know, just change your mindset a little bit. Um, you know, understand this is all an illusion out here right now. So you know, figure out what's real and go with that. There you have it, folks. I'm gonna throw it back to Doctor Phil. Know your name, Doctor Phil. And ladies and gentlemen, you've just got your dose.